Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. It's Carmen and Yurko here on ESPN 1000, noon to three weekdays on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Chris Black filling in for Carmen today. Yurko is here. We're talking to you about the NFL, the Chicago Bears. The news from earlier, the Raiders are going to be releasing Jimmy Garoppolo. That was reported from Adam Schefter a couple hours ago. And Garoppolo is going to serve a two-game PED suspension whenever he lands on a team. So are the Raiders in play for a quarterback this offseason? We were discussing that. And then also, Yurko kind of laid out a scenario. What if the Bears are able to move out of number one to go find the quarterback that they want, they identify? And and trade Justin Fields. Trade Justin Fields. Move out, identify it get more draft choices. Just, to me, that's the best-case scenario. And and would you be okay with that as a Bears fan? I don't think I would. Knowing that this pick was gifted to us uh, because Carolina was so bad this last season, like, this is a lottery ticket that was just handed to the Chicago Bears to figure out their position at quarterback finally, once and for all. James Downtown, you're on ESPN 1000 Talking Bears. What's up, James? So. So here, here's the deal. Yurko, that's a big roll of the dice. Yep. To answer your question, I'd be okay with it if it works. If it works. Yes. But the question is. <laughs> it's the gamble. Everybody everybody would be okay with it if it works. But here's the question. Do you pass on Caleb Williams and trade Justin Fields? Do you want to be a general manager who's sitting in a situation where possibly Caleb has a good rookie season, and Justin goes to another team and has a good year, because I don't think we've completely given up on Justin being good, right? Right. And you're sitting and you're sitting with the roll of the dice. That's not having a good year. Then what do you do? If you're Ryan Poles, you just walk out, out the door and start hitchhiking somewhere in, in Lake Forest, because you're done. Can you afford to give away Caleb Williams, and Justin Field and risk that they both may be good in that first year, and your roll of the dice is average. Well, Our Bears fans are not going to go for that, uh, Yurko. I, well, I, I, I understand. <laughs> it's it's listen. It's a long shot. You call it a roll of the dice. It's a gamble. That all comes Thanks, along James. with if you identify. You're not walking into the team Justin Fields walked into that didn't have this. Was trying to intentionally lose that uh, didn't have a, a quality wide receiver uh, at a position, had a tight end that was fighting the football, had an offensive line that was a little bit sketchy. You did, you, you, you're not bringing a quarterback into that scenario. Okay, I'm saying best-case scenario, 5% chance, 1 in 20, that what I'm giving you is going to happen. But I paint my best-case scenario anyway. It all comes with the fact that you've identified a guy that you believe in your system with your people with the attributes that he has, is going to be able to come in here and run your offense that the guy uh, that Waldron is going to run. Yep. The, you, if, if that's you, that's one in 20 chance. I get it. I mean, that's the best case scenario. You know, me, I've told everybody I'd rather have the devil I know than the devil I don't. For me, Justin Fields, with what I already know about him, I like more than I like the possible potential of Caleb Williams. 
Okay, I've already been on the record saying it. That's what I want to happen. You want to retract? But you can I'm, retract. I'm a radio guy. You can pivot. Nope, I'm not going to pivot at all. I'm a radio guy. Yeah. Now I've got to create scenarios in my mind, right? <laughs> and yeah. i got to play fantasy sometimes. Sure. Fantasy GM, John Yurkovich, yeah. painting a scenario. As long as I can be an area scout for you, I'm in. Boom, I'm popping back and forth. I'm doing all types of things. I'm making it happen. This isn't draft day. I'm not Kevin Costner. I'm not creating scenarios that possibly can never exist in the history of the world. I'm giving you something that I pray the Chicago Bears scouts and their people are giving an order. Give me your order of quarterbacks, go. And give me why. Yeah. Order quarterbacks, give me why. And then if they can identify and find that guy, boy, I tell you. Then the Bears are set up not only for success this year, upcoming year, they're going to be set up for success for for not one or two years where they pop on you. There's not popping a good year on you. This is now setting you up for some success. I could go down that path if I didn't believe that average play from one of these picks could just give you what Fields has given you in year three. Like that. That's where at the end of the right. season in December, I was all about let's see if Fields can figure it out because this team's going to be ready to win next season. And I understand who you know in developing chemistry and and what this team was working with in the final two months. They were putting something together. It didn't get us anywhere, but they were a good team when we got to the end of December. Right. And that's why the devil you know. Then the the Packers game happened, Yurko, and 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 Fields just can't get it done. Right, and it made you feel terrible. It made me feel terrible. It made me think, if Caleb Williams isn't Mahomes... Could he at least step in and give you what Fields has given you to this point? And I think the answer is yes, and that's why I've shifted my uh, logic behind the idea that they need to draft yeah. the quarterback because Here's my what Fields has done in three years, I think Drake May or Caleb Williams could accomplish that Here's my dilemma. in the first couple of seasons. The way you map it out and the way you play it out right there, the replacement value of Justin Fields with Caleb Williams, I think that that's the problem. Yeah. That's the, the the feeling I get in the pit of my stomach that Fields is going to be the one that goes, even though I'd prefer to have him here, and they're going to draft Caleb Williams because I think Caleb Williams can give you, at the very least, what he gives you. And then you got to gamble the dice with the immaturity. And then you got to deal, deal uh, you got to uh, roll the dice with the... Um, the immaturity. Did I say immaturity already? Yeah. Yep. yeah. I, I think I'm going to ball it into just immaturity. I think when you grow up a little bit and when you get seasoned a little bit in the NFL, you get hardened a little bit. Um, then I, I think that's going to be a good scenario for Caleb Williams here. But that's got to take place. That maturity needs to take place. It needs to take place from that game against UCLA yeah. up until he takes the first snap, theoretically, if he gets drafted by the Chicago Bears. But that's the bad, that's the, that's the crawl. That's the thing biting me in my intestinal tract. The one thing on that's Caleb Williams that, that I would say in his favor, his team, it's not that his teammates disliked him. They went to his birthday party? Uh, from what I could tell, they, they liked him. Now, there was the report that I talked to you and uh, Carmen about from The Athletic. Bruce Feldman had the report at the end of the season, what went wrong with sure. USC. And other Pac-12 coaches noticed that they were essentially a bunch of individuals, like an AAU team. Yeah. And that they would all show up dressed in their fancy gear, yeah. and they, they weren't a football team. Now, that critique it's could be... It's the AAU era. 
It is. And I think a lot Usually of that, not in football, though. a lot of that needs to be blamed on Lincoln Riley and not necessarily yeah. Caleb Williams. Okay. But the coach pointed out the guy with the green shoes, and there's famous photos of Caleb showing up to the Coliseum in these furry green shoes. Uh, Yurko, like, and he, you know, he has his Louis Vuitton bag, which is probably a thirty thousand dollar bag with them, or what, whatever the case may be. NIL, NIL, NIL. Don't blame a kid for making the Can't money. Blame him. Don't, don't if he's going to make it. Don't blame him for spending it. But the other coaches pointed out when they saw the way that those players walked in, they knew they won the game. They knew that that, yeah. that it was a, a done deal. So, like, I guess you could kind of look at it from a, a Bears fan perspective. You don't want your quarterback to be the guy where he cares more about the fashion show entering Soldier what, Field. What he looks like going in as yeah. opposed to what he looks like on the field. Instead of what's taking place yeah. on the field. I, I could see people having concern for that. Nick and Berwin, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Nick? Hey, what is with you guys? Why do you want to get rid of Justin Fields? He's not no. good enough for you? Well, uh, yeah. I, I think that's you're basically it. Out, yeah. it. Yeah, there's, no, a, I, there's I, I more of a room to the ceiling. Jerko, there's whatever, a, it's either one. Something or no? no, no, go ahead. What's you know whoever you're talking about getting rid of Fields? Why don't they give somebody who can block for the poor guy? He spends more time on his butt than he does anything because no one blocks for him. What the hell's that about? Hello, I'm letting you talk. Nick, I'm letting you talk. talk. Oh, you're gonna let me talk? Well, my whole point is is that he's good. Why are you getting rid of him? Give him a chance. Because he's not great. Isn't enough, huh? Because he's not great. He's got to come in as a superstar. He's not great. Yeah, as a quarterback, well, I would like a superstar. Look at, look yes, at Nick. the rest of the team. Is the team great? He's not great. They're pretty good. They're a pretty good no, team. They win seven and ten. They're they're a pretty good team. Oh, oh my God, seven and ten. Jeez. Did you watch like, the final are, two are months of the season, Nick? Than ours? You guys have no passion and no heart and no love. Oh, that's it. Love. No passion, no, no heart, no love. Thank you, Nick. Thanks, Appreciate Nick. it. What it is with you guys? You guys just bad. Down rocket, you know. I mean, what the hell? What you guys don't care about him at all? There's no love. There's no nothing. What I, I'm confused. Trying. What? What? I don't understand the association there. The Why would I need to love him? Out. He has no one. Yeah, he tries. He, He's a nice guy. Good supposed, for him. I'd like a great quarterback. Do? Pardon? I would like a great quarterback. You like mid? I like to win. Well, the, the, apparently they don't win like, enough. Like well, Justin does. They don't beat the Packers, that's for sure. Well, you know, screw the Packers. You know, the Packers are the Packers. Are we ever going to win? Who they cares? are what they are. It's called football, dude. And Justin Fields is Justin Fields. Yes, he is. And if he had somebody who could block for him, he'd be better. But you know. guys just yeah. keep knocking him down, who, knocking hey, him down, who, knocking him down. Who's, who's the guy that holds the ball the longest in the NFL? Per pass well, attempt. maybe he doesn't have anybody to throw to. Now it's no, nobody to no, throw to, and now it's receivers. nobody to block for him. Yeah. All right. DJ Moore is a hell of a receiver. Okay. Yeah, well, tell DJ Moore to get his ass open a few more times. We'll pass along the message. Yes. Thank you, Thanks Nick. Thanks a lot. Go Thank guys. you, Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. All right, there he is. That's There's a passionate yeah. Bears fan. Hey, you have no heart. You have no love. I have no love. <laughs> I've been accused of that before. It's not the first time. <laughs> no heart, no love. Wait, never mind the fact that I want the devil I know. Before the devil, I don't. You but just we, spent 10 minutes I just spent 10 minutes that. that I'd rather have Justin Fields. But Nick hears what he wants to hear, and that's okay. Robin, when you listen, you hear what you want to hear sometimes. Rob in Villa Park, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Rob? Hey, guys, you, you, know, you know love mongers over there. <laughs> <laughs> I love pizza. Yeah, hey, listen. So 
to be, in my opinion, to be a quarter, to be a great quarterback in the in the Midwest in Chicago in the black and blue division. I mean, you had you had Favre and Rodgers in Green Bay in Chicago. I mean, in my lifetime, the two best were McMahon and Cutler. I mean, these guys just had the mental makeup where they didn't give a blank about the media, the weather, the fans. If Caleb Williams comes in there, Chicago is going to eat that kid alive. What do you guys think? I don't well, think so. It, I don't think so because if he plays well, they'll embrace him. Any he, quarterback that comes in here and plays well will be embraced. Absolutely. He's also a mega star. So if he plays well, he will be the biggest star in this city. No doubt, 100%. Yeah. Better than that, Connor, that, more than Connor Bedard. And that will happen immediately. I'm yes. talking about a good first month of the season in September. He will immediately become the biggest star in the city. Also, this is, this is the NFL. No one gets eaten alive. Like, I'm not calling people in this town soft, but like... Look at the last caller we just had on who's still defending Justin hey, Fields. Is you don't love Fields the enough. The greatest quarterback. Like, You're not in love with in, Fields. In what world are, are, are players getting eaten alive in this town? Well, I'll, I'll say this. If he dodges the media responsibilities, he will get criticism. Well, but you but can't he, do that in the NFL because no, the starting quarterback has to talk every week. You can't hide like he did at USC. No, and the Bears. Oh, no, you're going to be up there. You're going to be talking, especially when you play bad. You have to meet the media. And, so. like, even when Fields had bad, really bad games, it's not like reporters went after him and, and he was eaten alive by the media here. No, like, but come I, on. I do have to say this. Justin Fields handled all of that with great uh, grace, and he stood up for the, the bad play of the team. Like, Justin Fields is the perfect player to handle all right. of that stuff. Yeah, he Unfortunately, he's not as successful on the field. Everything else, right. being, you know... Being, he's a stand-up guy. His teammates like him. His yeah. teammates play hard for him. His teammates do everything for him. Yes. Right. So, I mean, that... And again, like... He doesn't you're, throw anybody under the bus. He's right. a leader. There's no gray area. Except and again, Jesse. I'm the guy that likes him. <laughs> I'm the guy that wants him to stay. But I do have to talk about the scenarios that are out there. Yurko, you have no heart, and you have no no passion, and you have no love. I have no love. No love. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. This is Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. People being upset that the football season's over. Eric, we're in full uh, football conversation here on a February Friday. Season's technically over. Yeah, season's over. We got stuff to discuss. And, and again, we're throwing scenarios a lot out, out there. there. We're throwing stuff out there. We're spitballing a little bit. We'll take your calls at 312-332-3776. Chris Block filling in for Carmen today. Carmen and Yurko right here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Uh, Yurko, before we get back to the phone calls, I do. Yes. I saw this earlier today, and I wanted to get your opinion on it because you are... Uh, Were they uh, NASCAR Twin 125 results? No, but no, no, okay. but no it Go wasn't. I, you informed me earlier that yeah. the Daytona 500 is this weekend. It is big, this big weekend. weekend. Yeah, the Daytona. Who's the Super Bowl the, racing. Who, who's, uh, who's our poll sitter? I think you've got Christopher Bell in Never the front row. 
And you've got, well, that's not surprising. Is Tyler Biffle and, there? And Tyler Reddick. Oh, I don't even know if Biffle I've, races anymore. I don't think he does. I think he's too old. He's out. Logano's in there. Here's my pick is Eric Jones. Eric Jones? Okay. Eric Jones. He's in the Toyota. Eric Jones. Lock it in. I don't know if I necessarily believe it, but yeah, he's in the Toyota. Uh, I saw this. It's not car. It's not racing cars, but it. you are a truck owner, correct? You drive a truck? I drive a pickup truck, you yes. Dri- you drive a truck. Chevy Silverado. Okay. Yeah. I, I want your opinion on this. Have you seen these Tesla cyber trucks I, i've taken a look at them yeah. you've seen them on, online seen, it's yeah. elon musk's company yeah. they, they have the cyber it's it's all stainless steel and it's yeah. all pointed yeah like each corner it's a point yes uh have you seen the new article uh in the the news that these trucks are making that the stainless steel on the outside is rusting like they, the the owners drive in the rain, and now they're surprised that the stainless steel that the truck is made out of is rusting. Stainless steel is not supposed to rust, right? Not supposed to, but the the cyber truck from Tesla, it, they are rusting. Could you imagine owning a truck where you can't take your truck into the rain? Well, that's damn near impossible. I get, especially I mean, if you live in the today. Midwest. I mean, it snowed today. Yeah. So theoretically, when you you know if it's still on you and it gets temperature gets above thirty two degrees, that's going to turn into water, yes. and that water is going to be laying on that theoretical stainless steel that doesn't rust, which is rusting. So yeah, that'd be a problem for him. <laughs> you think? What, yeah. what if you saw if you had that's a buddy? A if you had a buddy who was like, "Yerk, I'm getting a new truck." Yeah. You're like, "Oh yeah, what are you what are you getting? Ford, Dodge, Chevy, you know, or Chevy? What I'm you, a what Chevy you, guy. You getting?" He's like, oh, I'm getting one of those cyber trucks. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say to him? Uh, I don't know. I'd say be careful in uh, the electric vehicle market until they perfect everything, until you got enough places where you can plug in. Well, yeah, there's right? that. Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen so many videos be of, piece of uh, people who have Teslas, even even the like sedans. And they, have you seen the videos online, Yurko, where uh, the, the person's sitting in the car and then they press on the different pieces of the interior and it makes like a, a noise because it, it's like hollow? Have you, have you seen those online? I, I, I have not. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like the yeah. door of your car, if you pressed on the, the side of the door, right. it's solid. It wouldn't right. make a noise, yeah. right? Because right. you've, you've got a good truck. Right. Where sturdy, the, sturdy. The, the Tesla owners, they're in there and they're pressing around on like the dash and it's making like that crunching. Right. That like, uh, like there's nothing behind cr- it. Yes. It's, there's no rigidity. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I would I would I just am out on those right. or, because or if of it that. is, it's easily compromised. Exactly. Right. If you push it too hard, you'll yeah. snap it off. Yeah. I just I just thought when That's I saw that. Be wary. That's why I say sure. be wary whenever you're purchasing or buying something. Um, make sure that there's enough. Yeah, you know, what if you're out of battery? What do you do? Yeah, I you, mean, you really have to plan. Yeah, you know, where, you, where do you have to go? Have? Like, I don't want to be first in anything, right? You know, like I want to give the market a chance. Like when they develop flying cars, eventually there will be flying cars, right? I'll be the last guy. Like I, like no, nah, like you're good. You go ahead. You. I fly want the price of it all come down too. It's like the first time you got like uh, I got a portable DVD player in 1996. Mm-hmm. First guy to buy it, right? Thousand dollars. Sonic, thousand bucks, right? <laughs> What are they now? For like forty nine ninety nine. You want something like that? Put them in a garage. You don't even need them. Yeah, go to a store to get a new TV. TVs now are so inexpensive. Two ninety nine. It's insane. I thought I was getting a deal last year. I was at uh, where was I? I was at Flossmore Country Club, and I was there for a fundraiser for Thornton Community College, I think. And I'm over there, 
And and I've been three hundred on a TV. I look online, could have got it for two fifty nine. Yeah, I could have got it for two fifty nine. I paid forty one dollars extra at an auction. <laughs> I, what the hell am I doing? It, it's crazy. I I just now fortunately it went to my daughter went to Purdue. They yeah. needed a TV. So, boom, they boom. put it right up there. Everybody's happy. I'd say this, too, with the electric cars, especially like Teslas, if you're a city person, like if you live in the suburbs and you install the, the charger station in your sure. garage, like, I get it. You you can charge up every night. Not a big deal. No, like what, what you're saying, like you have to plan and then you're not sure if there's other uh, charging stations. Like, have you seen someone that lives on the north side or in the city where you park on the street? Like, where are you charging? You have to go somewhere to charge up your car every day? Your dilemma is if you plan Before on, you say, go somewhere? you're driving to Nashville. Yeah. And your charge is running south in Bowling Green, Kentucky. What are you going to do? Where are you going to find? Right. You know, I you're believe, 30 miles out of Bowling Green, Kentucky. What right. are you doing? I right. believe if you program it into the Tesla, like the GPS and the Tesla, it takes you on a route where you yes. find charging stations along the route. I am sure of that, but I think Yurko nailed it because yeah. there are some places in this country of course, that of are course. not like metropolitan cities where you have a lot of access like Bowling Green, Kentucky, where I'm sure as you're trying to get from one place to the next, you're in the middle of nowhere. Like, I, I've walked into gas stations where I'm skeptical if I can use a credit card in some of these small towns. You know, you open you open up the door in the gas station, oh, yeah. the bell rings, and, yeah. like, the guy looks, he gets Comes out, out of the rocking back chair. with a ham sandwich. <laughs> he's watching he's, Mayberry. You know, he's Andy, wearing overalls. Andy from Mayberry, he's watching. How can I help you folks? Little Ron Howard the, the comes pump, out of the back. The pump is dinging yeah. every time it hits a gallon. Exactly. Matt and Streamwood, you're on ESPN 1000. Hello, Matt. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my phone call. I appreciate it. Good no show. Problem, man. Thanks. Matt, I asked you both. Regarding Caleb Williams, I know he's the one that does not have an NFL agent to represent him right now. He has, like, a marketing firm. Is that something with the negotiation, Jericho, that's going to come to play when it comes time for the draft and everything? Or is it, like, basically his father going to come into the room since he doesn't have an NFL PA agent? Like, his father going to – his, his, marketing his, firm father, his father can't and, negotiate any contract for him if he's not a certified NFL PA agent. No marketing firm can come in there and represent him if he's not a certified NFL PA agent. He's going to have to hire somebody. He's going to have to hire somebody that is an NFL PA agent. If he, he becomes one, to. if he becomes one and he becomes certified, certainly he can represent himself. I would never suggest to anybody that they represent themselves. It's like being a lawyer and you get brought into court. Don't represent yourself. Have somebody else I know. do it. Yeah. I remember Yurko, like with Rokon Smith when he represented himself, like that Ryan uh, Ryan Poles kept saying, like he had to hear like the bad stuff about Rokon and his play. Like it just that's why they need an agent right. to be like the middleman to like it. Just people don't right. like to hear the bad stuff, like you know, in his stats. So that's it's when I, just, I negotiate oh, I my deal this. here, Matt. When I negotiate my deal here, I don't want to be in there when they're saying, you know, Yurk's fat, he's lazy, yeah. He's repetitious. He, he he doesn't have a vast vocabulary. He's hardly entertaining. He's not funny. That weird you know? smell, right? They, 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 that comes Puts his out. Feet you know, up during they, the show. He doesn't exactly. ask questions during interviews. No question. I mean, when was the last time he asked a question? The Jesse Rogers. Yeah, yeah. He looks at things on his computer that are pertinent <laughs> right. to the show. He surfs Google Maps oh, too right. much. Exactly. Oh, sorry, you should we... see it coming out during negotiations. The other side brings Abdallah in. Yeah. <laughs> Abdallah, your thoughts on Yurko? Yeah. Well, guys. Exactly. Thank you, Matt. 
Thanks, guys. <laughs> That's why you have an agent. Yeah, right. So you don't have to hear the bad things. Well, and, and they're a professional at this. Right, and I got my agent to so. tell them all the wonderful things that I do. Absolutely. Which seems like no- nothing, according to Abdallah. I know. I, what, what else is on the list there, Abdallah? What, what do you have? Jeez. All I know is he's the closer. It came so easy. The closer. He's the, he's Johnny the closer. the closer. I love he's that. He's the closer these days. In, there in our is. company, I'm the opener. <laughs> Got to remember, I'm the opener in our company. Uh, Yurko, would Not you like to play uh, door one or door two? Door two. Door two. We go to Eddie on the north side. Hello, Eddie. Good afternoon, boys. And, Yurk, I want to just uh, give you a little, I, I don't know, you give me a little advice on the second thing. But as far as Washington, this Sam Howell guy, okay, he passes for almost 4,000 yards, 21 touchdowns, 21 interceptions, and five rushing touchdowns. What's so bad about that for a rookie quarterback that really doesn't have anything? I'd be rolling him out for another two years. Be careful of Washington not trading their second pick loading up, going lower, picking up Harrison as a receiver and maybe a stud tight end or something like that. Because I really don't don't think he did that bad. Five games over 300 yards passing apiece, you know, against Philly and, and some good teams he did it against, too. I don't think he did that bad, that guy. Uh, but the second thing, Yurk, my daughter's graduating from Purdue and it's May 10th to the 13th. And, man, I tell you, $800 for a, 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 a holiday inn, a night for that weekend. One night? It's crazy. It's crazy in West what? Lafayette for that. Yes. I know. It's, it's insane. And uh, I can't even find to stay anywhere. I'm thinking about renting a camper and driving it up there. Uh, so this is what I'd offer anybody that's doing yeah. that. There's a city on 41 on your way down. So you take 41 okay. south by me and then you go over on 52. They've got a couple okay. of cities there. You're about 30 miles out. Stay you might want to think in. about staying there and driving in. Yeah, she yeah. wants to stay there because she's doing her thesis like two days prior to that. Right. Because she's getting her master's for environmental science and forestry. But mm. she's back here because she got a really good job at the water reclamation. Right. Some environmental things. But, you know, she's finishing her stuff out there and, you know. No, I'd say just give you a, a draw times, 60 miles a radius, even if you stay in Rennesleur, Indiana. Rennesleur is about 25. down there. Yeah. 65. Right. You know? Mile marker 202 where you see the windmills down there in 65. Yeah. Stop yeah. by Rennesleur. See if you can't find yourself a little something there. Then drive 25 okay, minutes. Yeah. All right, man. All right, boys. Have a good afternoon. Great show. All right. Thanks, Eddie. Or, or Eddie crazy. can stay with you. $800. You, you've got room for Eddie, right? Oh, let's not get crazy. Oh, okay. I, All right. I, thought, I thought you were offering I, up no, uh, I'm still to like, help him out. I, I'm still an hour and a half away. That's too long of a drive. That's not, you know, that, that's a little bit crazy. Door one, door two, door, door one. Door one. Water Chad on the north side. Oh, Hello, Chad. Board. Shalom, gentlemen. How are you this afternoon? Excellent. Great. Shalom, my friend. Wonderful. So the jackaloon who called a little bit before me got my blood heated because I don't understand if you have any point against Justin Fields at all, no matter how much factual information you had, these fools come out like you insulted their child, mm-hmm. like 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 you hurt their daughter. I've never seen anything like it. And And to call you to basically you told you guys you don't know anything about football and that you hate the Bears which is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. Justin is a mediocre quarterback at best. We've had him for three years. He has not turned into what he should have turned into. He can't process fast enough on the field unless just throw out the facts. 
41 career turnovers to 40 passing or passing touchdowns in three years isn't going to cut it when we're sitting with the number one pick and have our option of what could arguably be the best quarterback draft class in 15 to 20 years. So these people who call and do this and defend Justin like this are the same fools. You know what? Why don't we keep Eberflus as a defensive coordinator and then hire Jim McMahon? (laughs) These are the people who don't know a thing about football. So I just wanted to call and defend you two, and I hope you guys have a wonderful day. You too, Chad. Thank Appreciate you, Water. See, there you go. And, and when you really think about it, uh, for those who are just obsessively in love with Justin Fields, he's a good guy. It's just the play on the field hasn't lived up to the hopeful expectation that he, he would become an elite quarterback. Black in for Carmen. It's Carmen and Yurko here on ESPN 1000. <laughs> Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Uh Walk in for Carmen. It's Carmen and Yurko here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. We're talking to you at 312-332-3776. Football, Bears, the NFL Draft, Caleb Williams, it's all on the table. Roy in Belmont Heights here on ESPN 1000. What's up, Roy? Fellas, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm a little sad. Uh, no football this weekend. What are you guys doing before I get to my point this weekend? Uh, I got the Daytona 500 on Sunday. I'll be at Cousin Bobo's house. We're having a little bit of a party. Going to watch the uh, Daytona 500. Eric Jones is my guy. I think he's going to be the champion. He's in the 43 car. So that's that's what I'll probably do this weekend. Roy, I've got... uh, It's in the middle of the Premier League season, so we have a full slate of games tomorrow. EPL action. EPL, and then uh, Sunday, Man United plays. So I'm I'm set in the mornings, and then it's All-Star weekend for the NBA. I'll be watching the uh, All Star Saturday night, the All Star game. I'll, I'll be locked in there. Yeah, that's that's right. You're absolutely right. No, but uh, the reason as to my call, it's it's really simple for me with the whole Fields uh, thing. He's Mr. Trubisky 2.0. He, that's that's all he is. There's two stat lines in where Trubi- uh, Justin Fields is better than Mr. Trubisky. Would you guys care to guess which two stat lines those are? Two stat lines that who, who is Justin Fields is better. Yeah, Justin Fields. Rushing yardage and rushing touchdowns. Rushing yardage and turnovers. Mm-hmm. That's what uh, Justin Fields is better at than Mr. Trubisky. Mm-hmm. 31 turnovers for uh, Fields to Mr. Trubisky's 26. And the rushing yards, obviously, 1591 for Fields uh, to 680 for Mr. Trubisky. That's all he is, fellas. Uh, I wanted Mr. Trubisky to succeed here. He didn't. I wanted Justin Fields to succeed here. He hasn't. You got to move on, guys. He's he's Mr. Trubisky 2.0. Hey, uh, you guys have yourselves a great weekend and enjoy, okay? All right, Thanks, Roy. Thank you. Appreciate it. I, I think uh, Fields is better than Mitchell Trubisky. I think he's better. He has the potential to be better. Definitely a better passer. I'm talking myself into it. He's better. He's not as bad as Trubisky. Trubisky was a deer in the headlights. I like, I like what Sean just said Sean there. Draney, yeah. You think he, he's a better passer? Oh, no. 100%. You know why he's better? I'll tell you why he's better. <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> he's better because I'll save you, Sean. <laughs> Fields is better than Trubisky because we're talking about trading him away to a team where he's going to start 
and maybe become a better player. Like we're talking about potentially getting a first round pick. Probably not going to happen, but potentially getting a first round pick. Trubisky was just let go and ended up not winning a starting job. Like he went to the Steelers, he was there for. Now they're letting him go. Like that's why he's better. He went to Buffalo first. He went to Buffalo first. You're right. He went to Buffalo first. Then he went to the Steelers. Like. It's not just an all-out release. Like you're going to get something tangible that's not just like a fourth or fifth round pick. You're going to get at least a second round pick for this quarterback. Yeah. All right. So this is what I like about Fields when he said one throws better than the other, and it yeah. was obvious. Justin Fields has made some throws. You know, the corner of the end zone yeah. throw that he made where to he's commit. crossing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the commit and some of the vertical routes. He had the corner of the end zone. I don't think it was Komet that he hit late in the year. Oh, it was uh, DJ Moore. Moore Right in the corner. In the snow, in the final game. Perfectly thrown ball. What I love about Fields is he can make all these throws. He can. I've seen them. He's made them, but they've been over the course of the year. I haven't seen him put like six games of beautiful throws together. You know, just back to back to back to back to back. And I think that's his next step. His next step in his maturity process to be able to do these in back-to-back games where you don't get the you know the the, the pass that makes you scratch your head and go what or the unwillingness to pull the trigger, and the unwillingness to pull the trigger is more than more disturbing than anything else. So it's got to be a willingness to fire, a willingness to pull the trigger. That's his maturity. That's his next step in his maturation process. I want that to happen here in Chicago. I don't want it to happen somewhere else. My preference is it happens here. It's likely going to happen elsewhere. Now we put ourselves in the trick bag in the dilemma because we haven't seen it enough and on a consistent level, but I've seen it. It's there. So I am defending you, Sean, because when you said it, you made me waffle a little bit. and I almost chuckled out loud, but I think I know exactly what you were talking about. It's just like, when did Mitch ever throw the ball down the field? Like, be honest. Like how uh, many early times on, he, he, did, early on he did. Early on he did. He did. It's in just, 2018 he did. He and would, then he got conservative. Yes. And then it was check down, check down city. And check down city's not a fun city. Circuit city fun. Check down city no fun. Who was the uh who is the Circuit tight end? <laughs> who is the tight end who was here for a very brief period of time? He had a good year in 2018. I remember a, a deep pass on the uh right. Jimmy not Grant. the guy that tore Taurus Nita shreds. No. Remember the guy that came in and had to have yeah. emergency surgery? No, no, no. He, um, remember he didn't play um, a couple of games, but it wasn't because of an injury. Oh, who was the tight end? The Twitchers are going to know. Burton. Trey Burton. Trey yeah, Burton. Trey Burton. Trey Burton. Philadelphia. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, Philly special. Trubisky had a couple of decent long throws to yeah. Burton. I, I yeah. remember that on the goal line, on the, on the deep game. right side. I, he, he had a couple of deep throws. Fields is better, though. Matt and Lyle, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Matt? Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. No problem. Um, what I wanted to talk about is this, and it kind of ties into what Adam was just saying about the potential trade value for Fields. And I really just don't understand why a team would give up that much significant draft capital for Fields, given the fact that of his current contract situation, I mean, if we want to use Pittsburgh as an example, because that's where everybody seems to be saying that he's going to go, um, they give up a second-round pick. You bring Fields in. I mean, last year, 
the Steelers were what, maybe the seventh or the eighth seed? They were, the they were ten and seven. They were ten and seven. Okay. Yeah. They were ten and seven, so they had a good team. Um, they went into the playoffs. Nobody thought they were going to win a game. They got spanked by Buffalo uh, with kind of an ugly game. Whatever. Now you bring in Fields. The, the Steelers with Fields, where are we power rating the Steelers with Fields in the AFC? Um, we did that earlier they, this week. Yeah. We did that earlier. We had that exercise earlier this week. We had talked about it. Uh, are they better than Cleveland? Thanks, Matt. Deshaun Watson coming back with that defense that they have there? I said no. With Joe yeah, Burrow coming not. back from Cincinnati, they no. finished 9 and 8 this year. Is uh, with Cincinnati coming uh, with Joe Burrow coming back to Cincinnati? Are they better than Cincinnati? I don't think so. That's me. I don't think they are. And we did this with Justin Fields there. And your number one team in the division is the NFC of Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens with Lamar Jackson. Quickly, there's there's at least six teams that will be better than the Steelers heading into the year. They'll be they'll be vying for the final spot again. Like in the Steelers, would Justin Fields be better than Houston? Jacksonville, and whoever's the second team in the AFC West, whether that be the Raiders, Broncos, Chargers, I think most people would assume it's the Chargers, but they only won five games last season. Right, and they've had um, a change of coaching staff over there. So, I mean... And they're, they're in cap hell. Yeah. They're in cap hell right now. So can they be better than Jacksonville? Can the Steelers with Justin Fields be better than Jacksonville? Jacksonville disappointed a little bit. Yes, they season. did. Well, they got off to the hot start. Mm-hmm. And they won games in England and oh, came yeah. back to the United States and crapped the bed. And then also the Jets. The Jets are a team that finished well, 7 10, yeah. and Rodgers will be back next season. So, I mean, we, we could kind of list off anywhere from 6 to 10 teams in the AFC that but all with should Mike be Tomlin good. And Fields, you know, Mike Tomlin is the genius of all geniuses. He always wins. Yeah, he can make you an edible meal with maybe stuff that's not so edible. You know what I'm saying? Like a shoe. Right. Yeah, you can turn it into something special with a little jardinier if you had Mike North there. Uh, but I think my point is that yes. Tomlin with Fields, their quarterbacking has been so substandard that anything better, you know, that's where you look at Jess Fields and you go, my, yeah, thank heavens we got a dynamic guy that can not only throw the ball, he could also run the ball. Uh, and they've got receivers there. Yeah, they do. And and they it seems like they have all the pieces, just not the elite quarterback. Carmen and Yurko's trip to Kentucky, we will hear the call to the post in the next five minutes. And we will also talk to Mike North coming up next. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. There it is, the call to the post for Carmen and Yurko's trip to Kentucky. They're counting down the 150 days to the 150th running of the Kentucky Derby presented by Woodford Reserve. Caller number 50 will receive a $150 gift card that can be used towards the Twin Spires app. And they will be entered to win a chance for the grand prize at the Woodford Reserve Distillery with Carmen and Yurko in 2024. Must be 21 as of December 8th. 2023 and from Illinois to qualify. It's going to be a fun trip, Yurk. You guys going down to Kentucky. Yeah, we're going to have a good time. Great time last year. We tied one on that night, had a great dinner. Boy, fun stuff down there. And I won't be throwing people sandwiches away this year. Oh. I drew some Italian beef sandwiches away. I was cleaning up the bus. 
oh, being I, a good guy. I remember right? you guys talking about I'm this. I'm cleaning it up, cleaning it up, and I'm like, oh, well, here's a plastic bag with stuff in it. And it was heavy. I'm like, geez, what the hell did these guys bring? Tossed her right into the garbage. The guy goes, hey, I'm going to get the beef sandwich. She goes, where's the beef sandwich? And I remembered. A couple of beef sandwiches I go, being tossed. Was that a plastic bag that was sitting in there? And he's like, yeah. He goes, those had beef sandwiches in it? He goes, yeah. He goes, I threw it away. <laughs> I threw it away. I gave him 45 bucks. I said, what'd you spend? I gave him the money. I said, I feel terrible. But they wanted to eat it. Well, I wanted no to eat it, too. no beef sandwich on the yeah, bus. no beef sandwiches on the bus. I felt terrible. Yeah. I did. I felt terrible. But I, all I can do now, the sandwiches are gone. All I can do now is give you your money that you paid for the sandwich. Well, you, you could have found some new sandwiches, not perhaps, not along down, the way. No, a good beef down, sandwich no. along the way. There's no Once you leave Chicago, there's no time beef sandwiches. Oh. I mean, we're on the way to Kentucky. We were like by yeah. Indianapolis. Maybe a chicken sandwich? No, there was not. It, actually, it was like West Lafayette we pulled over. Okay. So we're in that neck of the nape over there. Caller 50, they'll receive a $150 gift card and then be entered into the contest as Carmen and Yurko will head to Woodford Reserve, their distillery, once again this spring, oh, their trip to Kentucky, and maybe Yurko will bring some beef sandwiches. There's nothing more I like than drilling into a big barrel of bourbon. Oh, yes, of course. Oh, yes. man. They bring the power tool out, the Makita. Yeah. The old Milwaukee. Well, old Milwaukee's a beer. The Milwaukee tool. The Milwaukee, yeah. The DeWalt, the yeah. Bosch. They bring it out, they drill right into it, and they collect it with a beaker. They put that little wood knob in there, and they hammer it back in. And now we're drinking straight from the barrel. Yeah, it's the best. I mean, it's barrel strength. They call that barrel strength. There's nothing better yeah. than that. Let's talk My to Mike heads. North, get his bonus Mikey. play. Uh, you can listen to The Odds Couple, and it's up already on the ESPN Chicago app. What's up, Mike? Oh, boys, I've been getting ready for the big trip, huh, Yerk? And how you doing, Chris? I'm good. What's we're going good. on, Mike? What's up, buddy? Wasn't ready to go after the Super Bowl. The suspense is over. You know, the Chiefs do it again. So now it's time for, you know, the grind, as we call it in the business. You know, February, March, waiting for March Madness. But you know what? We got a game tonight. I think it's good. We've been doing well with the bonus last week, two and one. Uh, we got VCU tonight, guys, playing the St. Louis Billiken. Now, VCU's a pretty good club. Uh, in fact, uh, they've uh, gotten off to a pretty good start. They have a 16 and eight record right now on the year eight and three in conference play while the Billikens are suffering two and nine in conference play, nine and 15. The key here is that the last time VCU played these guys, they beat them like by 24 at home. Now they're going on the road to play St. Louis, and I don't know if St. Louis got, got if their attention got that more focused or what, but they're only getting five points in this game. Charted it out. It's the St. Louis Billikens tonight. I don't know what a Billiken is, but plus five uh, against VCU, guys. All right, we got it down. Thanks, Mike. All right, boys, take care. All have right, a great have a weekend. One. Check out the odds couple. Uh, Tyler filled in for Carmen today with Mike North, and it's up already on the ESPN Chicago app. Jose from Glenview, he's our uh, winner for the Woodford Reserve, uh, the $150 gift card, and then also he gets a chance to win the grand prize with you, Yurko, heading down to Kentucky, Woodford Reserve, their distillery for the trip to Kentucky with Carmen and Yurko. So congrats to Jose. Well, going to have a good time. Have we always time. do. I'd say that Carmen, too, when it gets to bourbon. Listen to that guy talk about bourbon. It's like uh, listen to Romeo talk about Juliet. I don't think there's, there's love there. There's we, a human. On I may the, not have any love, yeah, but there's love, love there. When, bourbon, when he talks about bourbon, there's love there. There's probably not a human who loves something more than Carmen loves bourbon. Yeah.
That that combination is magical yeah. to be around. Yeah. When you see Carmen with some some whiskey, some bourbon, you got him there. He's he's that is true love. It, you know what, Yerk? I don't like, want to say he choose bourbon over children, but I mean close. he does love it's bourbon. A, it's a tight race. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the Notebook? Really, you, I have. You could do that story with silver, Carmen. Silver lining notebooks, right? Isn't that? <laughs> no, it's a different one. Oh, so that's silver a different lining's movie? playbook. Oh, okay. Uh, this the, is you, the Notebook. The Notebook. The story of the Notebook. You could really write it about Carmen and his love for bourbon. It's. it's Does true. the bourbon go away? It goes away, but it comes it, back. Is, is it comes is, back? Is like Carmen's mom sending the bourbon away and not giving letters, not giving letters to Carmen from bourbon. Right, I think that's the notebook. Yes, it right? is the notebook. Okay. Yes, hundred yeah. percent. I believe I'm on it now. <laughs> Sends him away. He Bradley comes back. Cooper. He always comes back, even Bra- when yeah. they they go off and marry elsewhere. Uh, right. They come back to each other. And Bradley Cooper no, catching that's a different one. That's his the, wife with the teacher. No, that's in the, the other shower. one. That's the silver that's linings. The other one. Silver linings. Okay. It's Ryan Gosling that's I in the notebook. The Gosling's book, in the book. It. And Rachel McAdams. Ju- what's Jungle Book? Uh, Different type of movie Mowgli. altogether? Mowgli. Okay. Yeah, a lot of books <laughs> out there. What about the Book of Eli? I, I don't Have think you seen I've ever the Book seen of Eli? That. Good. Denzel Washington. It, and it's I think you would good. like that movie. Probably. Yes. Yes, I think you would enjoy that. I don't have like a, a rationale to why I haven't seen it. It just it wasn't a movie I saw in the theaters, and I don't think it's on TV often. And yeah, now I'm just mentioning any movie that's got the title, you know, has book in the what title. What about Eli? Do you have any other Eli books? No, not Eli at what all. What about books? Uh, well, I'm looking at the smart, but I already gave you four yeah. of them. Well, I just gave you Booksmart. Isn't that a movie that came out a couple I, years ago? I don't know. I think uh, it was supposed to be like I the, uh, seen the female version of uh, Superbad. Is there a movie called Bookies? Bookies. It's got book in it's there. A show. But it's yeah, Bookies. It's a, show. Oh, it's a show. All right. There we go. It's a show. All right. Your favorite book movie. I've had enough. Yo, Bo. More oh, bears. The, okay, all right. More, more bears, bears in two back. minutes. You're listening to Carmen <laughs> and Yurko. On ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.